Hello, this is Nikita from newsonly.com bringing you your daily dose of news. Today is Friday, the 1st of December. Multiple schools in Bengaluru received bomb threat emails today triggering the evacuation of over 5000 students. The emails received by 15 schools were sent from various addresses by masking the IP address of origin, the Indian Express reported. Police had been searching all the schools which reported such threats. So far, nothing suspicious has been found. Bengaluru Police Commissioner B. Dayanand said, and I quote, several schools have received threatening mail. The city is now on alert as per law enforcement. Such calls were received by us even before, but when we inspected, they all turned out to be fake calls. We have sent bomb squads everywhere. Probe will be conducted, unquote. A message from Bengaluru's NEEV school to the parents stated that the school had received a security threat from unknown sources. Thus, they had decided to disperse the students. Earlier this year, many schools in Bengaluru had received similar email threats that turned out to be a hoax. Last year in April, at least 16 schools had also received fake bomb threats. At the COP28 summit in Dubai today, Prime Minister Narendra Modi proposed that the 2028 Climate Change Summit be hosted by India. While addressing the opening session of the summit, PM Modi also launched the Green Credit Initiative focused on creating carbon sinks through people's participation. Modi highlighted that India contributes less than 4% to global carbon emissions. He noted that India is one of the few countries on track to achieve its nationally determined contribution. Through NDC, COP28 plans to limit global warming to 1.5 degrees Celsius, the guardrail to avoid worsening climate change. Modi also emphasised that India had achieved its emission intensity targets 11 years ahead of the committed time frame. He called for maintaining a balance between mitigation and adaptation and said that the energy transition across the world must be just and inclusive. The United Nations Climate Change Conference, which began yesterday, will go on till 12th December. This year, the conference is likely to focus on fast-tracking energy transition, slashing emissions and transforming climate change finance. The Supreme Court today asked Tamil Nadu Governor Arun Ravi to hold a meeting with Chief Minister M.K. Stalin over the non-grant of assent to bills by him. These bills awaiting his assent have been passed by the State Legislative Assembly. A bench comprising Chief Justice D.Y. Chandrachur took note of Tamil Nadu government's petition, highlighting that the governor has remanded the re-adopted bills for consideration by the president. The Tamil Nadu governor recently referred 10 bills for president's consideration. However, he did not state any reasons for it. These bills had been re-adopted by the state government in a special sitting after the governor had withheld or returned the bills. These bills empowered the state government to appoint vice-chancellors of universities. The top court bench said, and I quote, We will appreciate it if the governor resolves the impasse with the chief minister. I think the governor invites the chief minister and lets them sit down and discuss it, unquote. The matter will now be heard on 11th December. Referring to the Article 200 of the Constitution, the bench said that the governor cannot send the bills to the president after they were readopted by the Legislative Assembly on receiving them back from the governor's office. Earlier, the top court had questioned the delay on the governor's part in granting assent to several bills passed by the Tamil Nadu Assembly. India is set to resume import of oil from Venezuela after three years as the United States eased sanctions on the Latin American country. With the easing of sanctions, private sector reliance industries booked three tankers of oil to be delivered from Venezuela. 
their shipment will begin between December and January. India and specifically private sector refiners' reliance in Naira Energy were regular buyers of Venezuelan crude oil prior to the US sanctions in 2019. India last imported Venezuelan crude in November 2020. As per official data, Venezuela was India's fifth largest supplier of oil in 2019. The country provided close to 16 million tons of crude to Indian refiners. In October this year, Washington eased sanctions on Venezuela's oil sector. It has now authorized oil exports without limitation for 6 months. Venezuela is a member of OPEC that enables cooperation between leading oil producing countries. It is also the largest proven oil reserves in the world. Venezuela has reportedly been offering steep discounts to Chinese independent refiners. These refiners have been its biggest buyers of oil through the sanctions. However, Venezuela now appears eager to sell its crude in other major markets. and is also likely to offer discounts the three super tankers ordered by reliance industries can carry up to 270000 tons of crude oil israel resumed bombing in gaza today after its week long truce with hamas expired the first fatalities were reported minutes after the truce ended said palestinian officials video showed a heavy cloud of gray smoke rolling over northern gaza within the first 90 minutes after the truce ended Israel's military said fighter jets were striking Hamas targets. AFP journalists reported air strikes in the north and south of the territory. Officials of Al-Najer Hospital in Rafah said strikes killed at least 9 people in the city, including 4 children. Two more children were killed in air raids. Israel's army said it had intercepted a rocket fired from Gaza. Meanwhile, Israeli Prime Minister Benjamin Netanyahu said the fighting restarted after the Hamas violated the truce. So far over 15000 people have been killed in Gaza since 7th October at least 1400 people have been killed in Israel Listeners as you know the assembly election results are due on the 3rd of December to decode the results and cut the noise and drama of TV news Newsonry is partnering with four other independent organizations the News Minute the Caravan the Wire and Scroll To get clear, incisive analysis and insight, tune in to the YouTube channel of News Laundry or one of the other four organizations. We are able to bring you such analysis because we are not funded by government or corporate, but by our subscribers. To help us bear key expenses of the Results Day Live, head on to newslaundry.com/slash/results-day-live and contribute. Pay to keep news free. That's all the news we have for you today. Have a good day or a good night, depending on where you're listening from. See you on Monday. News laundry is possible because of our paying subscribers. We don't run on corporate or government ads. You too can be part of changing the news model. Go to newslaundry.com/slash-subscription. Be a part of the community that pays to keep news independent. For the smoothest news laundry experience, download our app, watch our shows, listen to our podcasts, read our reports, stay informed, pay for news, protect democracy, save the world.